0: What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Coleman. Hello, beautiful people. D.O. in the house. And today's episode is all about everybody's B... And today's episode is about everybody's favorite B-word. It's budgeting. Budgeting. Yeah. Woo-hoo. So we're going to make budgeting sexy. I don't think that's possible. We're this bringing is. sexy back. I don't think you can yeah. do that either. No, but
1: I don't think I can't bring sexy back, but that's because 41 years of age have kind of worn down this old man, but (laughs) no, um, budgeting. Right. And it's more than just budgeting. Like this is your financial fitness, right? Like where do we all fail? We we tend to fail about two to three things collectively as humans, and especially as Americans, right? We fail at financial fitness. We fail at physical fitness and we fail at relationships right? If we could dominate all three of those, we'd probably be at the peak or the pinnacle of our being. Um, So I want to walk the audience through the best I can. I want to paint a picture of something that was taught to my wife and I 15 plus years ago. We didn't pay our bills using checking and savings. We used a credit card for a month so that we could save enough money for a down payment to buy a house because we, we needed 5% down. And then we got the seller to pay our closing costs. Okay, so kind of give you an idea of like what um, financial misfits we were, right? So we weren't making the best financial decisions. Uh, we were like most people, right? Like we didn't learn this in high school. We went to a great university. That class wasn't offered. If it was offered, I didn't take it, right? So, but if you listen to the intro, you know that we come from, it's not just my household, right? I realize talking to my friends or talking to you. It's everyone's household. Like, How many households do your parents dominate personal finance? Are they like totally fiscally fit? They're probably not, right? So we go see Kirk and Kirk's going to devise this system that Michelle and I need to follow. It's still the system today that that we buy into. And what was really cool about Kirk, I was telling you this earlier off the air, He was the only marriage counselor we needed. Like, back then, I mean, come on, you're newlyweds, you don't have any kids yet, you don't really have any real-life problems, so life was great, except for when it came to finances, right? Michelle would have hers philosophies, I'd have mine, we'd argue over, well, should we spend money on a cruise, or should we spend money to go see Aunt Jenny in Chicago, right? We went to see Kirk, and not only did he lay out this plan that I'm going to teach you guys over the next 20-25 minutes, but... For the first time, Kirk sat me down and he said, hey, Dustin, uh, you're not Superman. You can't save the world, right? Because my mentality is one in which the glass is always half full. And if it can go well, it will. Which by the way, I recommend that to everybody. It's worked out well. And my wife, um, she would call herself a realist. Sometimes I call her negative Nancy. So what, what we had is, is Kirk tells her, hey, Michelle, you're not 90 and dying, somewhere in the middle, you guys need to meet, right? Hey, Dustin, things are going to go wrong in your life. You need, you need to be prepared for it. Hey, Michelle, your life and your future is super bright. Let's prepare for that too. Okay, so we sit down with Kirk, literally. Can't rub two nickels together. If you do, you're gonna get a whole bunch of debt. And I'm, I'm guessing $10,000, $12,000. I know at one point in our life, We had 12 grand in student, no, 12 grand in credit card debt, a combined 20,000 in student loan debt, had two vehicles that we had financed They were both upside down, right? So if it's upside down, that means it's not worth as much as it's owed. Um, She was pregnant with our first. We had just moved from West Palm to Orlando and decided, wouldn't it be nice if Michelle didn't go back to work? So she was a uh, high school and middle school English teacher, depending on what city we lived in. Yeah, that'd be a great idea. Oh, hey, Dustin. By the way, you just started a brand new career. You left TV advertising for this job as a loan originator, and that
0: job's a hundred percent commission. Sign me up.
1: Yeah, right. Sign me up. Um, and oh, by the way, you're working in a, in a in a in a field where who you know matters, right? Like we need as loan officers we need referrals from our friends and our family and our in our our network right well my two best friends at the time lived at home with mom and dad like what type of circle was i running in those people weren't buying houses right they probably thought i was rich right because i had a job i had one of those jobs like i actually had a w-2 with benefits um so that, that wasn't working out. And you know, my, my, my parents, um, their social circles weren't like the most affluent social cir- uh, circles. It wasn't like, you know, my dad's like, oh yeah, 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 my college buddy, he's a home builder. He'll hook you up, bro, go talk to him, right? Although my dad would never say bro. I would probably say bro, my dad wouldn't. So that just kind of paints a little bit of a picture of like where we were. So we sit down and, and here's what we realize. And by the way, anyone who wants to talk about physical fitness, some of these same principles apply. For the first 30 days there's a couple things that we need that people need to do first thing write down everything you spend money on let me ask you do you think, do you think that'd be fun No it'd be eye-opening and depressing at the same time yeah you were in Vegas uh, a week or two ago you you want to tally up uh, you want to tally up those drinks at 19 dollars a pop <laughs> Don't remind me sir yeah exactly right so hey I'm gonna tell you it ain't fun there's nothing fun about writing down what you spend money on okay but it's everything right whether it's if you're into cigars it's cigars if it's lattes it's lattes uh your kid is invited to a birthday party and you stop by target for a gift card like everything gets written down and you do that for 30 days because that's going to let you know where your money's at least going and for some of us it's going to be like ooh, i have more going out than i do going in Right, because w- we sometimes think, "Oh, I have, I have a salary. My salary is sixty grand a year. I can spend five thousand a month." Well, no, you can't. Like, like, do you get five grand a month? No, you get like thirty-eight eighty-eight because there's things like taxes and there's things like benefits and hopefully four hundred one k is coming out of that, right? So you write everything down, and uh, it's sickening and it's sad, and uh, you'll every emotion you'll go through, you'll 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 face it. And by the way, anyone who wants to get physically fit, I dare you to write down everything you eat for a month. Just write it down and then go back and review it. You think you eat healthy until you write it down. Well, you think you spend healthy until you write it down. So the whole point of writing everything down is to get a baseline. You wanna figure out where can you cut, okay? And where can you not cut? And there are certain things that you can cut, but then do you want to cut? Because as far as I know, I have one life I remember. Right? some people might believe in an afterlife or reincarnation but even if i am a reincarnated version of somebody else i don't remember it so i have one life i remember i need to enjoy it so there's certain things that if you enjoy a cigar then budget it in right if you have kids they're going to get sick so you have to budget and you can't one off oh well that was that one time sally broke her leg well guess what something like that's going to happen so you budget that in but if you find out that you're going to starbucks too much if you find out that you're going out with the girls at, for lunch too much, you need to pack, you'll figure out ways where you can cut. But once you find where it is that your budget is, where your sweet spot is, that's step one. Step two, we have to never go over that budget again. Ever. Just can't do it. You just can't.
0: But what about those mm-hmm. new pair of shoes I wanted?
1: That's good to want things in life. Do, do you really want to get into once-first needs right now? I think that's like a whole nother podcast. In fact, like we don't even have that slated on the docket yet, but don't get me started on one's first needs. So no, John, no. Coleman, that is a want, it's not a need. And by the way, the sneakers you buy, uh-uh. Hey, homeboy, go, go to
0: Walmart. You can get them for like 12 bucks. You, Joe, don't,
1: you don't you don't need the uh, the newest Yeezys.
0: Those Walmart Velcros are good for cutting the grass and cleaning out the driveway, though. Hey, I see like every old man... In Fort Myers, rocking them. They must be comfortable. Low-key, I did buy a pair, and I wore them all over the place. I got a lot of funny looks, but hey. Uh, they're comfortable, and they work. They're practical, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: So we, we, we write down our budget, and no, we're, we're not going to go and, and, and spend money frivolously. By the way, this budget will get you to a point that you can spend money frivolously, right? But right now, we're not. So we, we, we get the budget. Uh, everything's all well and good. And now that's what we're sticking to. I'm assuming that... Um, you you me at the time have credit card debt that we're carrying right so we got to stop that just stop it but paying off your credit card is not number one priority did you know that that sounds counterintuitive it does sound counterintuitive no what we first need to do is put together and put to put in place a system that says you never need a credit card again right so you did your you did the, the the hard part you wrote down for 30 days what you're spending money on you figured out your budget you cut where you could cut You made sure you kept some things in there so you can enjoy life a little bit, like you know, babysitter and date night once a month. You might be doing it twice a week and twice a week might be too much for your budget currently, but don't cut it out altogether because we do need to enjoy life. So hard parts done. You need at a minimum, minimum three months of that sitting in a separate account. So what I'm gonna get into, this is a three account system, right? I, I didn't cover that up front. Didn't really feel the need to. I jump into it right now though. Understand that this system works if you have three accounts. So for, for me, how it was taught and how I still operate, I have a checking account, I have a money market account and a savings account. Look, money market account's a fancy name for another savings account, right? Uh, money market accounts back in the day, were supposed to pay like a slightly higher uh, uh, interest rate, but you don't put money in check and savings or a money market account to earn interest. It's like less than 1%, uh, just FYI. But, so you can have a checking account and two savings accounts, however you wanna call it, right? But your entire paycheck gets dumped into that money market account. Okay, money market account, that's just the the, the massive collection or repository for your money to go. From that, you're going to spit money off into two separate directions, right? The first direction is bill pay. You know, because you did your budget, that you need $1,800 to get you through the first through the 15th, right? That's things like gas and groceries and car insurance and car payment, uh, student loan payment, cigars, rolling the dice at Aria uh, and Vegas, like whatever it is, like whatever you have budgeted in, you you know that 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 goes there, right? So you should be taking your checking account. It's gonna scare some of you. You should be taking your checking account down to zero. What? Yeah, down to zero. Because that's your budget. You have already said, I'm going to spend this much money for the first 15 days. Now, here's what's going to happen. You're going to sit down and do your budget. And I'm just guessing. I'm throwing out random numbers here. $1,800 for the first uh, for the first half. Right? Uh, John and his wife, um, dual income, no kids. So, uh, for those of us with kids, there's no way in heck we could uh, survive on $1,800. But they can uh, hypothetically. So... Uh, you slide it over. But if you get to day 11 and you're like looking around, you're like, uh, I only have like $41 left. Cool. Good story, bro. Good story. Hey, guess what? You're living off a of $41 for the next five days. There is no, oh, I'll go swipe the credit card, right? No, you're sticking to a budget. We are gonna teach you how to have zero negative debt, how to have six months worth of reserves. Right. How to eventually be maxing out things like 401ks and maxing out things like IRAs. Right. That's the, the 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 overall big picture. The pot at the
0: end of the rainbow is to get you to that point. But having one be taught like, uh, isn't it good? I heard someone mm-hmm. told me, you know, uh, it's good to have some balances on your credit uh, to have, you know, it builds credit if you pay it off. Is that a myth? Have you heard um, that? So I've been working
1: with consumers and credit reports for uh, going on 15 years. Here's what I can tell you about about credit. Have it, pay it on time, call it a day. You wanna have great credit. Yeah, you should have two or three open credit lines. You should never, ever, 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 ever have a credit card maxed out. I don't care if the credit card's only a $300 limit and you're gonna pay it off. Nope, things don't work that way. Just know, ever, ever, never have a credit card maxed out. In fact, if you have a $300 credit card limit, you never wanna charge more than $149 on that card even if you're planning on paying it off in full, um, pay your bills on time. That's how you have good credit. Don't overthink it. Don't, don't overthink it. I'm sure if we got uh, Harry Snedden in here, Harry's a buddy of mine, owns a company by the name of uh, score Crafters up in Deland, Florida. What up, Harry? Um, I'm sure Harry, can we can have him on as a guest in the future and he can get real finite and real geeky with us on how to maximize our credit score. But I joke with people, like you can be a 760 credit score. I'm like, you can finance a small nuclear war. I don't care if you're 760 or 770, 800. Once you're over 760, in my world, the mortgage finance world is irrelevant. Now, my buddies in the car industry, they might want to see in the 800s. But again, we're not here to talk about about, uh, buying a car. Uh, When it comes to your credit, have it, pay it on time, never max out, next. All right. So you need to save three months of your lifestyle and reserve. Now, while you're doing this, you're also following that budget, right? So I was talking about the first 15 days. If what happens to get to the day 11 and you don't have $41, you make that $41 work. That might mean you're taking the bus because you don't have gas. You're walking, you're taking your bike because you don't have gas money. You're not going out to lunch. You're telling your friends, hey, I'm so sorry we can't do, do, do dinner this weekend because maybe the weekend falls on the 12th and 13th and you don't quote unquote pay yourself again to the 15th. That's on you. Like you guys have to figure that out. That's part of the budget and that's part of the pain. I once had one of my childhood friends tell me that he wouldn't come to my house to watch a UFC fight because I didn't own a flat screen. Some friend. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, it, it made sense, right? But I was going through this this program, this system and I, my wife and I made up our mind, come hell or high water, we're going to get out of this credit card debt. We're going to get three to six months of reserve, and we're never going to be in credit card debt again. Well, that meant I didn't buy a flat screen. The minute they came out, all my buddies were buying them. I didn't, right? I could have. I had good credit. I could go swipe that credit card. I'm sure Best Buy would have given me 0% for 18 months. But no, the program doesn't call for it, right? So we're talking about three bank accounts. All your money goes into the money market, which is like, let's call it the middle. I hate holding up three fingers to the camera because it's like, what if I drop these two? Um, but all the money sliding into that, uh, that money market account. All right. On the first of the month you slide over enough for the first half of your budget on the 15th of the month, you're gonna slide over the rest of the money you need for your budget. Now you're probably wondering what do I do with the rest of the money? Like what if, what if y'all had five grand dropped, right? You needed, 1800 for the first half of the month, you need 2200 for the second half of the month, and you're left with a thousand dollars. Can you go buy your new shoes? Absolutely, hell to the no, no, because you don't have six months' reserves. So, six months' reserves is six months of your lifestyle. This isn't a oh, if I survive on ramen noodles, cut my cable off, and walk to work every day, I can survive. No, this is a I like to go to dinner, I like to go to Starbucks, I like to smoke cigars, what's my budget? You need six months of that always in reserve. What'll happen ultimately is you'll hit three and you'll go celebrate it. We're real big in the Owen household of celebrating, right? And we celebrate with travel. I mean, this year, Hawaii, Alaska, Wyoming, like that's what we do. Something good happens, let's celebrate it. We don't do Christmas gifts, we do do trips, right? So you're gonna celebrate three, but that's not the end goal, the end goal is six. So in in the same analogy, any money that's left over in that money market account, if you don't have six months of your lifestyle in reserve, it has to stay there. And you're going to rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat every month, right? When I say rinse, repeat, I mean, you slide over what you need for the first 15 days, you work within that budget. On the 15th of the month, you slide in what you need for the next 15 days, you work within that budget.
0: You don't go over it. Right. There is no, what are some tips you can give to, you know, to those who, you know, want to try to budget, but let's say the self-control is somewhat lacking to where like, you know, I might get to week one and a half saving, but, uh, I just kind of relapsing fall back to spending. How do you fight that urge or any tips you can give for that? Well, the word fail, this is, this is
1: a credit to, uh, my kids, probably elementary school teacher is a first attempt in learning. You're going to fail. Gonna do it again. I used to be an avid dipper. Like, avid. Like, it was like my hobby. I loved chewing tobacco. Skull straight, long cut. Kids, never put that crap in your mouth. Um, I tried quitting, no lie, 19 times. It took me, I started uh, trying to quit at age 19. By age 29, 11 months, and two days, I finally accomplished what I was, what I was aiming for. Right? So it's okay. You're going to fail. It happens. Get back on the train, get back on the train. It's all, all you can do. Keep on, keep on moving forward. Uh, and tell yourself, yes, you can Right. anything in life. Yes, you can. Um, so you're working towards six months reserves. You've, you've done your 30 day budget. You know what your budget is. You've cut out where you need to cut. You've kept in where you need to keep in. Um, one thing I didn't mention, the minute you start this, you're done so with credit cards done take them freeze them when i say freeze them you're not picking up the phone and calling the 800 number you're freezing them get out your oldest piece of tupperware drop the credit card into the tupperware fill it with water put a lid on the tupperware slide it into your freezer they're frozen you're not going to touch them they are there for if and when life throws you a curveball and you don't have your reserve account met. Because guys, where I'm going with this is your reserve account is gonna be your forever lifesaver. That's where you're gonna go for when life throws you a curveball, when your AC goes out, when your refrigerator breaks, right? When your daughter breaks her leg and you have to take an ambulance ride and your your medical coverage only covers 200 of the thousand dollar ride, right? That's where you're gonna go. But in the meantime, you need to keep those credit cards around. And oh, by the way, you're not responsible to use credit cards and pay them off monthly and get the points. That's like level 3.0. We're not even we're not even dare you. I'm trying to like launch this for you guys. Okay. So, um, they're going to go there. And the reason why they're going to go there and they're frozen is, is because look, you may only have a couple grand in that, in that uh, money market account, um, within the first couple months, and you're going to need to have something for an emergency, right? By the way, emergencies aren't, uh, yo, my boy's getting married and we were doing a uh, bachelor party uh, at Atlantis in uh, Bahamas. No, 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 no. That's where you suck it up, buttercup, and say, hey, guys, I've been a moron financially. I made some really bad decisions. Do me a favor. Don't post that shit on Facebook because it's going to make me uh, jealous, but I can't go, right? And they're going to call you a bunch of names. They're going to call you out and make fun of you. It's okay because you're going to achieve something that they will always aspire to have, which is financial freedom, right? That's where we're going with this. All right, so I digress, and I hope we're not too far all over the place. And, and if, if we are, um, my phone number to the office, guys, 407-645-6363, uh, friend, foe, stranger, um, anyone's welcome, I'll spend as much time, this is a passion of mine, is uh, teaching anyone that is willing to listen to me everything that should have been taught to us in high school but wasn't, right? That is this, that that is budgeting. So the credit cards in the freezer and they're there because if an oh shit moment happens, look, you go to your freezer, you pull off that top, you run it under some hot water, and five, 10 minutes down the road, you have access to your credit card. The reason why they're there is that, so when your boys call you and they're going to Atlantis and you tempted, it's not as easy as going into your wallet. You have to go out and actually defrost it, okay? So credit cards are frozen, you're working on a budget, right? cash money systems working, all your your paychecks are deposited into the money market account, you slide money over to the savings account, and you're gonna do this until at first, you hit three months of your lifestyle in reserve, right? So again, if your number was 4,000, you need 12. 12 times, or four times three is 12,000. That's your first goal. Now, all we're gonna do is let you celebrate. So you're gonna go do something big, maybe go do like a night out at Disney or something, uh, spend some of that money, but ultimately you're gonna get to six months, right? You're not using credit cards because they're frozen and you're truly running off of cash that you deposit into your checking account on the 1st and the 15th and every two weeks, you're running that to zero, okay? So fast forward a year, 18 months, it took Michelle and I about 20 months, I think, to get there. Um, Fast forward and you're like, okay, I got like seven months. Right? I'm like, all right, man. High five. Well, high five that. So we high five that you have seven months. But you might be wondering, you told me three accounts. What's the third account for? Oh, it's a savings account, a real savings account, right? To save. And you, you, do you have an idea what you save for? The reason why you have six months of your lifestyle and reserve, like in, in your case, we, we determined that your, your monthly budget was $4,000 a month, times that by six months, you have 24 grand in that money market account. The next time life throws you a curveball, right? The transmission goes in your in your car. It costs $1400 dollars to fix. Okay, cool. You go to that money market account. Hey, Coleman's money market account. yeah. Um, give me 1400 bucks. All right. What's it gonna cost? Nothing. It's your own money, right? So you take that $1400, but your mindset should be one in which you start to have a little bit of that like hangover anxiety. But it's not from a hangover. It's because you're no longer at twenty-four thousand dollars, right? You're at twenty-four thousand dollars less the repair. So now, before you go do anything else with money, having fun, buying flat-screen TVs, new furniture, vacations, etc., no, you get to pay yourself back. But you're paying yourself back with zero percent interest, right? So that's the purpose. A savings account is to save for fun things. We want money in that savings account, right? We call that throwing the money over the fence, throw it over the fence, right? Checking accounts working on the 15th, you run it to zero. On the 30th, you run it to zero. You're just putting in what you need for bill pay. The money market account is flush with six months of your lifestyle in reserve. That means you and your wife could both quit your jobs and for the next six months, not change your lifestyle, hmm. okay? Now with money flowing out of the the, the first, the, the pillar of the money market account, Any money that goes over 24,000 is gonna go right into that savings account. So whether it's, you wanna go to Italy? You want a new pair of Yeezys? You want the latest, greatest iPod? That's my 14 year old son. It's all, oh, I need the new iPod. I'm like, bro, wants versus needs. You don't even need a phone, let alone the newest, latest and greatest iPod. Um, It's not even called an iPod, it's called an iPhone. Holy cow. Like you would think, I'm literally like on the cusp of almost being a millennial. But from a technological standpoint i might as well have been born like the 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 1920s not we'll the get 2020s there. we'll get there we'll get there with your help we will so that's what the savings account is for if you want to save for something so hold on that, that, goes that, in that, there.
0: that's unique because usually as we're taught when we're raised the savings account is used just for that to save yeah no not in this system
1: not mm-hmm. the, and that's why it's easier using terms like money market checking and savings mm-hmm. Um, you know, your bank or credit union doesn't have a money market. Okay, you're gonna have two savings account, right? So you're gonna have the catch all and then you're gonna have the fun. And I, I actually recommend you name them, right? You go into online banking and checking is checking. That's easy. That's for bill pay, that's for everyday life. Your, your catch all is that's where the money goes into and it gets dis- dispersed. So it's kind of like the quarterback, right? It's, it's your employer's the center, they hike the ball, right? Your paycheck gets dropped into the quarterback, your money market account. Your money market has to hand some off to the checking account. The rest they're going to keep. Now, now it's like an option quarterback because now it might run it, right? Do some RPOs here. Um, and then and then sometimes it's going to hand it off, right? It's going to hand it off and it's going to go into the savings account. And you save for things like new shoes or trips or down payment for a house. Like whatever it is that that, that you're saving for, right? This right here in itself, it's a process. This could take 15 months. It could take... 36 months right because we're we're all different we're all unique but do you know how you could expedite this okay let me ask you a question um anybody ask you a question if i make a statement here because it's like a big like pet peeve of mine i'm gonna get on a soapbox for a second uh one of my many i apologize so many people focus on saving we're talking about it right now actually we're talking about budgeting we're talking about being responsible but they focus on saving you know what's easier to focus on we've talked about, about this before earning earning but we don't we don't focus on earning i don't know why it's way easier to save in budget when you're bringing more money in like and you can control that almost just about every single one of us can control it right you can work side side gigs right you can pick up freelance if, if Waterstone says, hey Coleman, we're not really doing overtime right now. And you come from an environment where you're like, yeah, but I'm used to working 60 hours a week. Cool, pick up a side hustle, right? I valeted cars, loved it, right? Valet cars, I can bartend. There are so many different things that I can do if I need to make more money in order to hit my, my financial goals, in order to become financially fit. Uh, some of us can go back and get a designation, right? By getting a designation, by the way, as long as that designation has a good ROI, Whole separate soapbox is higher education and why those institutions aren't held accountable to discuss ROI with the students who are in their parents that are paying the amount of money that they charge. But if you have a designation that you can get that has a pretty decent ROI, right? Return on investment, do that, right? Sometimes you have to leverage yourself and um, look for a new employer, right? Look for a new employer as, as a way to, Raise capital, right? Find someone else who's willing to pay you more for the job that you're currently doing and the set that you have. So you know, please know it's not just about saving, it's more about earning. And all of us can find ways to earn more money. I mean, think about Christmas time, right? If I'm a teacher during Christmas time, I can go to a local store and pick up holiday hours. I can go to a local restaurant, and I can pick up, pick up uh, uh, holiday hours. There's always something we can do. I was once an assistant auctioneer. The kids were small. Yeah. I was the guy's charity auctions. Um, I can't do the whole, like... <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a bit of... They use bit of... Like, uh, three, to bit of four, a bit of five, a bit of five. Like, half uh, hey, a bit of six. A bit of, like, that's that's kind of the, the cadence. No, I was the guy that... Uh, I won't blow your eardrums out too bad right here, but I'd stand next to you and I'd be like, hey, Coleman, man, you're not going to let that guy outbid you, are you? Like, I'd be all up in your ear like, you, really? Come on. Because these are charity events. So they're, they're for fun. And... Uh, I'd look at you, you look at me, you'd give me a nod, and I'd go, yep, right? And it's like all about having fun, but man, I made a hundred bucks a night doing that. And that hundred dollars, that was the difference between us being able to fill our middle bucket, that money market account, so that we could eventually get to a point where we had six months reserve, we were following a budget, right, that's step one. Step one is we don't even know how much, how much we spend and where the money goes. If you knock that out, you're you're already better than you were. Like you're talking about failure earlier. If you could just sit down for 30 days and do a financial log, think about how much better you are in terms of being financially fit.
0: Just by writing it down.
1: Just by writing it down. Mm. It might take you a whole decade to figure the rest of it out. That's cool. At least you have a basis. At least you know where where you're coming from. But eventually you're gonna have your basis. You're gonna have your six months reserve, right? You may go find a way to get raises. When you get a raise, you can buy fancier cars. Fancier cars increase your budget. You can buy fancier homes. You can uh, go to more dinners and hire more babysitters. Right? Your budget can increase. We're not saying that your budget today is going to be your budget in three years. We're just saying the same principles need to be able to, to 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 follow. And by the way, when your budget goes up from four grand a month to six grand a month, guess what else goes up? Savings, six months reserves. Reserve. Your six months reserves have to go up. Yeah, so now you're now at twenty four thousand. You're at thirty six thousand. Okay. Um, now the ultimate goal. You're not saving for anything. You have six months reserve. You're crushing your budget. Okay. How are you on your four hundred one k? How are you on an IRA? Right, four hundred one k or four hundred three b's, depending on who your employer is. If you're not contributing, start start most of us leave free money out there because our employers match right that's like free money 50 cents on the dollar for the first six percent if you make fifty thousand dollars a year your employer is basically saying if you put three grand in I'll give you fifteen hundred it's a fifty percent rate of return on your investment right um a Roth IRA an IRA like that's that's the government's way of saying hey you you can take some money invest it and we're not going to tax you on it, or at least we're not going to tax you on it right now, right? And this is probably getting way far ahead because we're getting into future episodes right now. But the law of compound interest, the law of 72, are you familiar with the law of 72? Uh, not intimately, no. All right, cool. Hey, y'all, look this up. Get to know it because I'm going to talk a lot about it uh, in, in, in a future podcast. Law 72 basically states, take your rate of return and divide it into 72, and it'll tell you how often your money will double, right? So I'm putting you on the spot. Eight goes into 72 how many times?
0: Eight times, eight.
1: nine. Nine times, ding, 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 ding. Ah, all right. That's a <laughs> University of Tampa education for you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, nine times. So the law of 72 states, if you are uh, earning an 8% rate of return on your money, every nine years it will double. Okay, so when we start talking about the reason why we need to invest in things like 401Ks and in IRAs, because those are attached to different uh, funds and, and, and indexes that have rates of return, and those rates of return are typically on average about 8%, like you're missing out on a major wealth accumulation by not investing and investing early, right? So, um, but today's more about budget. So to recap, I'll answer any questions that, that you may have on this, Coleman, but first and foremost you're going to do the hard part you're going to write down everything that you spend money on for the next 30 days you then are going to cut where you need to cut you're going to keep where you need to keep and you're going to work towards it you're going to go to your employer you're going to set up your direct deposit that all goes into one account you have to have three accounts for the system to work right so they're all going to go into one account on the first of the month you slide over just enough for what you need in that checking account and you're probably going to bleed it dry The accountability part happens when you get to day 11 and you're almost out of money, then it forces you not to go overspend. The 15th, you do the next. Any money left over in your money market account stays there until you achieve six months reserves. Once you have six months reserves, you can start letting money flow over into the savings account because that's where you do fun things. That's where Dustin gets to buy the flat screen. So Jeff will come watch UFC fights with him, right? Um, That's where we finally get to go on a cruise. you know, that's, that's where you start saving. And then if you, you master that, think about it. Oh,
0: you know what we didn't do? What didn't we do? We haven't addressed your credit card debt. Oh, that could be, yeah, that could throw a wrench in the, uh, the good old plans. Nope. It's real simple. Real simple. Remember, in the very beginning, you quit using your credit cards
1: because we froze them. Correct. Right? You're just going off of cash, checks, you know, anything attached to your checking account once you hit six months reserves, before you start putting money into the savings account, pay off the credit cards, pay off the credit cards. And you start with the one with the smallest balance and you work your way up. Now, if you think about it, part of your budget was making payments on your credit card. So we we weren't forgetting about them. By the way, I never once said, don't pay your credit cards. I said, freeze them. But part of your budget was definitely you're going to have to pay them. But don't make it a priority to pay them off. Make it a priority to get your six-month reserve. That is first and foremost. Because once you have that, let me ask you, how good would you sleep every night knowing you had 24 grand in the bank? Very good. Yeah. Yeah. How less, how few of, 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 um not... I do not want to impose that people fight over money. I'm assuming that most couples fight over money at some point, but you kind of take that out of the equation, right? Especially if you both can buy into this system, right? If, like Michelle and I could buy into it and it was what Kirk had taught us. So we'd be like, Oh, what would Kirk say? It was never about what Michelle or Dustin would say it was about what Kirk would say. Um, yeah. So pay your credit cards. All right. But get that 24 grand in there first. And then those same principles before you start saving for the Yeezys and the Cruises and the flat screen TVs, go ahead and chunk chunk down those credit cards. You start with the lowest one only because it's fun to get wins in life. We need wins, right? So if you have a card with eight grand on it and three with $300, 300, 300, 300 three wins. Okay. Now you have to tackle the beast,
0: but do you know how you do it? By, by paying the minimum balance every month, yeah. of course. But <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: no. It's 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 the whole analogy. How, how do you eat an elephant? One,
0: one bite, bite at, at a time. time. See, yeah, one bite, yeah,
1: one bite. Yeah, one one bite at a time. You just start. But you, you're now in a groove because you're following the budget. You've done something right because you have six months reserve. Okay, it's going to take you however long it's going to take you to, to chunk away. But the ultimate goal is you're gonna get to a place where you're financially disciplined because you're following a budget. You have no credit card debt and you have six months of your lifestyle in reserve, which means there's no reason you should ever, ever be in credit card debt again. At a minimum, you may wake up one day and say, holy Jesus, I've been a financial jackass and my 24 grand is down to eight grand. All right, Er, hit the brakes, hit pause. You know what to do, you've done it before. It's way easier to get back there. It's there there's an analogy in business. The hardest million is the first. Right? You make and save your first million, way easier to get your second and third. Same thing goes here. Once you've done it once, it's it, it's way easier. Right? Running a half marathon, running triathlon. First one's a bitch. After that, you know what you are getting yourself into. You know how to prepare. You should have listened to the first podcast. That rings absolutely true. <laughs> um, you mean the one that we're getting ready to go re-record and
0: try to slide it in as if it uh, Never was, happened? Never happened? I nah, will see if we can fix that in post um but, <laughs> that
1: that's what i have for today do you have any questions on the topic that that we covered
0: i mean uh you, i think you answered them the last one i would say is like what happens if you relapse and it kind of you find yourself on hard times again because you know you saw 24 grand in your account you kind of <laughs> went crazy at the florida mall it happens to us all um but no you answered it. It's just really just about being disciplined getting back on the horse because just like you said uh, if you've done it once uh, you can do it again trust that's how we started this podcast
1: trust yep and yes you can as corny as that sounds in life in general just remind yourself yes you can if you want to do it you'll do it put your mind to it um i'm dio he's coleman yes sir that is all we have for today hey if you want to hit us up if you want to find us um i'm a little bit easier to find because i'm going to throw out my contact info it is d owen at waterstone dustinowen.com 407-645-6363. Look, we're not big time enough for us not to throw those numbers out. So if you call us, if you email
0: us, you're going to get us. And Coleman, how do we find you on this podcast twice a week until then it's the loan officer podcast with Dustin Owen. Peace.
1: Oh my gosh, shunny. I can't find my teeth.